When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Guys being dudes. Yeah, we just got to keep pounding, you know? Just keep pounding. Got to keep pounding. Joe's a big fan of keep pounding these days. Just keep on pounding. You never want to stop pounding. You might want to revise that statement. Come across a little more. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> never stop pounding, kids. You heard it here first. <laughs> What's better than this? It's guys being dudes, or just a guy being a dude. Here today on the Draft Dudes Podcast, I am Kyle Krabs, your founder and director of NDT Scouting, NFL NFL Draft Analyst for FanRag Sports. I'm flying solo today here on this Wednesday show. Uh, we'd like to thank Ben and Roger and Joe for kind of carrying the load the past couple of shows without me. And I got to get something off my chest here. Uh, I, in perhaps the least opportune time possible and operating without internet here and uh, I, I just moved into a new house last weekend uh, closed the day before Thanksgiving very exciting had the movers come pack all my stuff up on Saturday uh, but Verizon does not install internet unless you give them about two weeks notice so we were kind of hazy about okay when are we going to close so uh, by the time we close and I scheduled Verizon to come install internet at my new home, um, it was going to take them about 10 days to do so. So as a result, here we are, and I simply don't have internet. So it's it's kind of hard to, to record and edit podcasts and, and 
you know, be active on social media when uh, you're in the dark ages. Now, granted, I do have my cell phone, but I am not someone that has unlimited data. So we've kind of uh, tempered the profile for a week. So feels good to be back, though. Uh, I thought Joe, uh, Ben on Monday did an awesome job. Roger gave great perspective on Friday talking about you know, life in a college football locker room in a, in a major football program. And uh, if you guys didn't get a chance to check those out, highly recommend you do so. Today's kind of an admin day. Uh, I One thing I have been doing is watching uh, a lot of tape on players over the course of the past week. Really trying to get a jump on some of these 2018 NFL draft prospects. Uh, really solidify my stance on a lot of guys. Be as ready for the, the Senior Bowl and the NFL Combine as possible as we, we really work towards the actual NFL draft. So a um, couple breaking news items in the past couple of days that I think are worthwhile for us to talk about. Uh, Texas offensive tackle Connor Williams declaring for the 2018 NFL Draft. Not only that, but he is not participating in the team's bowl game. You know, Texas finally finished with a bowl-eligible record. They're going to a bowl game. And apparently, allegedly, according to Matt Miller at NFL Draft Scout on Twitter, uh, Connor Williams is not the only Texas Longhorn, uh, who is going to be missing uh, the bowl game. One, one of their other highly prominent players, uh, Malik Jefferson, who we're going to talk about in just a little bit, is also reportedly going to be declaring and sitting out the bowl game. That is something that he uh, denied on social media yesterday after Matt Miller had had announced that you know, the source that he had had pretty good pretty good confidence that Malik Jefferson was going to be coming out. Um, Mark Walton, running back from Miami, missed the second half of the year with an ankle injury, which is really unfortunate. He was playing terrific football. Also, uh, declared for the 2018 NFL Draft. He signed with an agent already, so that one is good to go. That's locked and loaded. So that'll be a name I'm looking forward to watching in the coming days as I have time, uh, just because I, I really hadn't considered him to be a viable uh, declaree for 2018 with the way his senior or the way his season ended this year, um, a surprise, but I think one that could be a a fun surprise because you see the flashes in him. He is very clearly a gifted football player. Um, but before we get into some of the film study that I've done, um, we need to raise our glasses because it's Wednesday here on the Draft Dudes podcast, which means it's time to pour one out. And uh, first of all, we need to pour one out for the Tennessee football program because this team is on option Y for uh, their head coaching vacancy, uh, made the decision to fire Butch Jones. Uh, They've kind of been shirked by a number of of high-end candidates for the position. Most recently, yesterday, they were courting Mike Gundy at Oklahoma State. Uh, That meeting took place this afternoon. Mike Gundy ultimately tweeted out this afternoon, uh, go Pokes, Cowboys for life, something along those lines. Um, So Tennessee, uh, this is one of those situations where it really kind of feels like uh, careful what you wish for, right? Like Tennessee wants to move on from Butch Jones. And yes, Tennessee was terrible this year. Make no mistake about it. But Butch Jones last year um, won nine or ten games. The year before that, he won nine or ten games. Uh, Butch Jones had the team not necessarily trending very well, but 
the team, by and large, was a very strong uh, contending team under his watchful eye. And and now they're kind of grasping at straws, and they, they really feel like they're miffed in trying to um, solidify an upgrade from Butch Jones. And it feels somewhat similar to what happened at Arizona State, where uh, Arizona State fired Todd Graham. You know, Arizona State played terrific the last nine weeks of the season. A very competitive team down the stretch had some, some upsets over top 25 teams. Uh, Todd Graham goes out the door, and now reportedly Herm Edwards is in consideration there as well. So it's um, a lot of times change needs to be made with a deliberate purpose, not just change for the sake of change. I think you look in the NFL landscape right now, uh, the people pining for Patrick Mahomes to start in Kansas City, I think that's another perfect example of that where, no, Alex is not playing good football right now, but if you go back and watch Patrick Mahomes and consider the style of passing offense that Andy Reid likes to play, I don't think that's a player that's ready to step in right now, but yet you hear everybody constantly begging, please, Put Patrick Mahomes in the game. Bench Alex Smith. He can't be any worse. Uh, careful what you wish for, in my opinion. Because, because no, Alex is not playing book good, but I think this situation really comes down to just as much Alex is not, or, or Patrick is not ready to play at a high level in the NFL just as much as Alex is really struggling. So uh, that that's something that I think is worth considering. Um especially as you continue to get pushback from fans. And everybody saw what happened when Tennessee where you know, it was announced Greg Schiano was going to be the guy and, and then the, the firestorm on social media and, and in Knoxville really blew up and, and that thing kind of blew up in Tennessee's face. So uh, we, we have to pour one out here in, in that regard because uh, that's frustrating to watch. It's frustrating to see a school uh, that used to be so good under Phil, Philip Fulmer uh, and I know that's something that Joe and I have talked about here on the Draft Dude Show before, talking about um, you know, if you want Philip Fulmer results, don't fire Philip Fulmer. And here we are, and Tennessee's really scrapping, uh, looking for a, a head coach to fill that vacancy. Um, as I had mentioned at the top of the show, I've taken some time to watch some 2018 NFL draft prospects, and there's two that I want to talk about here on the show because I think they're really interesting, one of which is Ohio State quarterback JT Barrett. Uh, Barrett obviously got hurt against Michigan on the sideline. It's in one of the most odd occurrences of uh, recent memory where he was run into by one of the cameramen on the sidelines and uh, agitated a knee injury that, that prevented him from playing in the game. And apparently it seems like he's going to be a good-to-go I guess Wisconsin, which I'm very excited for on a personal note because I found out on Monday my credential application has been greenlit to go to Indianapolis and and live scout Wisconsin and Ohio State. So so I'm really looking forward to that over at NDTscouting.com. I profiled five prospect matchups to watch in that game that are... um, Relevant for 2018, most of these guys are seniors. There's a lot of 2018 talent that's going to be on the field. There's not necessarily the sexy matchups of, uh, say, uh, Sam Darnold against the Stanford secondary or Baker Mayfield against TCU all over again, but uh, a lot of good football players in this game. Um, 
best one, unfortunately, as we've we've alluded to several times over the past couple weeks, Nick Bosa won't be eligible till 2019. But that doesn't mean we can't enjoy watching the guy play football. Uh, so I watched JT Barrett with the intent of really trying to decipher whether or not he's had any growth as a passer over the course of his college career. And it's he's one of those super decorated college athletes that just unfortunately just just hasn't like he he really struggles with the same issues he's always struggled with where he's kind of a point and shoot guy he has to see a guy uncovering through his progressions in order to pull the trigger and make the throw um arm accuracy uh ball placement skills are not something i would qual- qualify as a strength of Barrett's game Barrett is uh streaky as a passer. You, you don't have to look any further than the fourth quarter against Penn State where he gets into a rhythm. Uh, the, the primary concept or read that he's looking for is consistently open. The other team's not taking that primary away. And, and Barrett can sling the ball around. He's got an arm on him. He can, he can move in the pocket, uh, make some plays happen with his feet, and, and he can move the ball on you. And, and he operates the Serban Meyer offense uh, as effective as anybody in recent memory. But if you ask him to sit in the pocket, stand on his platform, read the field of play, uh, the arm accuracy is not consistent to all levels of the field, and the processing that the, the, the you can see that things are moving kind of fast as a drop-back passer for Barrett. So we're at that juncture where I kind of feel like he's He's probably going to be an undrafted free agent, maybe a late-round pick if somebody really wants to try and get him in the building and see if they can make some things stick with him. Um, but it's a, it's a combination of some, some frustrating habits on film, uh, a spread offense that is not conducive to NFL style of passing, and some baseline traits that I think are kind of questionable. So I think JT's probably looking at... Uh, going undrafted, uh, coming into a camp with a team, and that's where he's really going to have a chance to make an impression is he has to clean up some of the mechanical and, and accuracy issues that he has, and then he needs to really pick up a playbook and pick a playbook up fast. That's going to be essential for Barrett going forward is he needs to be able to showcase that he can process an NFL playbook, no questions asked, and he, he gets it down pat because a, a QB3 or a practice squad route for him is the most likely avenue for, for him if he wants to continue a professional football career in the NFL. The other big name I wanted to touch on is Texas linebacker Malik Jefferson. We talked about at the top of the show how He's reportedly coming out. He's reportedly skipping the bowl game. Uh, he's denied that any decisions have been made as of yesterday on social media. But here we are. So I decided to watch some Malik Jefferson. And I came up with an interesting comp here. And I want to explain it with some context after I give it. And that's, he reminds me of Philip Wheeler, the linebacker. He bounced around the league. I think he played nine years. Uh, the Dolphins tried to give him a feature role as a starting wheel linebacker. Uh, was successful in Oakland before that. And the reason why he reminds me of Philip Wheeler is not just because of the hair, okay? You know, there's a very, very uh, visual similarity between the two as far as build, uh, but it's the movement skills. It's, it's, you know, both of these guys are really great in-space pursuit chase-down linebackers. There's um, 
Linebackers, you want rallying to the football. Phillip Wheeler was that kind of guy. You put him out in space and let him rally to the ball. Malik Jefferson's kind of the same thing. But the other thing that, that really makes me think of Philip Wheeler when I watch Malik Jefferson is he's got a, a modest amount of, of pass rushing acumen as far as first step quickness and uh, ability to get off the line of scrimmage. And uh, not only that, but slashing and, and cornering ability is there for him as well. Uh, but I think where Malik is most effective, and I feel like this was the same as, as Philip Wheeler, is he's kind of a linear thinker. And what I mean by that um, is if you give him one task and he lines up on the play and you tell him, okay, this is what you're doing. Do this on this play. That's when he's at his best because he doesn't have to think. If you ask Malik Jefferson to play Mike Linebacker, read keys, cross key from the guard in the back and the back in the backfield, uh, he will take himself out of more plays right now than he will make. Now, his movement skills allow him to play back into a position where he can challenge the football. But... Jefferson takes some false steps, he gets a little nosy, uh, he can get influenced by false reads, uh, he doesn't trust his eyes a whole lot, and that doesn't take him to the football, and as a result, he's a little late, half-step late, getting to some plays that he should and could be making if he was a little bit more confident with his reads. So I look at Malik Jefferson, and I'm not sure this is a first-round player at this juncture. I do think with his physical upside and his youth, that those are two things going for him that's going to make him be a, uh, a player that will likely be uh, top 50, top 60, top 75. Um, and I, I know that's a large range, but it's kind of, you know, anytime you're working this early in the process, you don't want to marry yourself to too much of a range for any of these guys. So uh, Jefferson, to me, is a day two kind of player that you either have to carve out a really specific role for and ask him to do specific things on plays, but you can't have him thinking. Because if you ask him to think, he's going to either read it slow, or he's not going to trust his eyes, or he's going to run himself out of a play. If you give him totally free reign, he's just going to chase the ball. So Jefferson's an interesting study. I'll be interested to hear where some of our contemporary um, colleagues think Jefferson will fall as one of these uh, new age speed NFL pursuit linebackers. Uh, It's definitely not an easy transition to peg at this juncture based on what he's put on film. You know, he was, he entered Texas as a highly regarded freshman. He's played three seasons, but he's never really taken that next step you wanted to see him take. He's still a great athlete but he's more athlete than than football player right now in that regard, and that scares me a little bit. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You've reached the High Fashion Hotline. Hi, my family's going to a concert in the park, and we want our style to be the main attraction. Rock over to Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now get up to 50% off jeans from 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Up to 50% off jeans for the family? That's music to my ears. Plus, now you can get in and out of the store in a flash with buy online, pick up in store. It's fun, fast, and free. Styles that take center stage and free pick up in store when I buy online? Old Navy, here we come. High Fashion, Old Navy. About 720 to 729, select styles only. 
But uh, speaking of things that scare me, it is uh, it is a special time here on the Draft Dudes because we are about to introduce our first ever dudette to the show. My wonderful girlfriend Ashley is very excited to answer your questions about the NFL Draft in a new segment here to the Draft Dudes, hashtag Ask Ashley. Ashley, welcome to the podcast. I know this is something you've been pitching to me for, uh, it's, it's been about, what, about a year? You've, been, you've really been trying to get me to, to break here and put you on. So here we are. You're going to answer some of our followers' questions about the NFL Draft. How are you? Welcome. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, finally. I'm so excited. Okay, so we're not going to waste any time. This was what I posted yesterday afternoon. I said, against my better judgment, (laughs) which is very key here, I'm going to have my girlfriend answer some of your NFL draft questions on Draft Dudes for a new segment. What would you like to ask Ashley about the NFL draft? And good friend of mine, Jared Mueller, who does some really solid work covering the Browns, uh, wanted me to ask you, and, and for full transparency, you have seen none of these questions, correct? No, I, I don't know any of the questions okay, at all. Okay, so we are totally flying blind, yep. right? Okay. Yep, I'll do my best. Jared Mueller wants to know, who takes longer getting ready, you or Kyle? <laughs> well, that's easy. First of all, it's definitely you. Um, by the time you shower, fix your hair... Um, you know, I would go with Kyle takes about an hour. Ashley's cut it down to about 30 minutes. Now, Jared has a very odd infatuation with my hair. So he's asked, who has better hair, you or me? Kyle. My hair is long and straight. (laughs) I don't have to do anything. Kyle has to style it, comb it, cut it, shave it. You know, I can't keep up. Last one from Jared. Uh, Who wears tighter t-shirts, you or me? (laughs) We'll put it this way. Kyle wears like a small in men's and I wear a medium in women's. So It's a schmedium and I get them <laughs> at the baby gap. Thank you very much. Uh, Jared actually did ask a football question. Uh, how important is height at the quarterback position? 110% important. I feel like that's the one thing I might know about football is that to be a good quarterback, you have to be tall. Oh, boy. I you... say six feet and over. Six feet and over. Now, that's not tall for a quarterback. Okay, so six five. Six five. Okay. So you are making a lot of Baker Mayfield fans very upset right now. Well, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, next question. David Bullen, who is a fellow Dolphins fan, wants to know, does Kyle scream at the television when watching the Dolphins? Oh, my God. (laughs) I actually told him I would not ask this question on the show because I don't want to know what you have to say. Wow. We've gotten to the point where we don't even turn on the television for the Dolphins this year, so I don't have to worry about (laughs) it anymore. But in the beginning of the year, when they were doing okay, he still got mad, unfortunately. (laughs) Now... Ben Solak is one of our scouts for NDT Scouting. You remember Ben, right? I do remember yeah, Ben. You have a hard time keeping everybody's I name know. Well, straight. I so many guys. Okay, so Ben asked a couple of questions, and the first one is, do you agree with Mike Mayock that offensive line prospects with bubble butts are the most desirable? I'm going to go with no. That is not a quality that I enjoy. <laughs> you don't like bubble butts? Um, no, there's more important things in life than that. Especially on a male. Okay, this is slippery slope here. So Ben also asked, does Kyle murmur NFL draft crushes names in his sleep? Um, 
Well. Do I even talk in my sleep? You do talk in your sleep sometimes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. But I would say probably probably not about your draft crushes. Um, but I forget the guy's name. <laughs> the guy that you always talk about. <laughs> oh, that's a question. Don't go there. There's, <laughs> there's somebody. There is one guy he's obsessed with, though. I cannot remember his name, but I know he's supposed to win the Heisman. Oh, is it the name we've already mentioned here on the show? Uh, did I mention it? Did, did you mention uh, yeah, it? Yeah, ba- Baker Mayfield. Okay, there you go. Yep. There, that's okay. Kyle's favorite player. Kyle's favorite player is Baker Mayfield. You heard it here first from the in no source. Ashley, speaking of Baker Mayfield, Coleman at Vanilla Jordan on Twitter wants to know what round will Baker Mayfield get drafted in, and did the crotch grab offend you as a female fan? Okay, I say Baker Mayfield will be a first-round draft pick. And the crotch grab did not offend me as a fan because he's still a quality football player. Uh, Speaking of being offended, I have another question for you. And this one is a doozy from 14-team mocker. And he wants to know, is it misogyny for a man to put his female significant other on a podcast attempting to do his job as a form of humor for his entirely male audience? Does this kind of casual misogyny contribute to hypermasculinity and gender inequality? Thanks. Hashtag ask Ashley. Wow. Well, first of all, I am offended, 14 Team Mocker, that you're offended by Kyle having me on his podcast. Um, I think it's an honor to be part of Draft Dudes and spend time with Kyle and Joe Marino. Okay. Well, I'm glad we ironed that out. You know, that was... uh... A very pressing, pressing issue. Now, speaking of Joe, Joe was the one, now that I have it here in front of me, uh, who asked who is my favorite or who is my favorite player I bring up the most in casual conversation. But, Ash, I need to ask you, who is your favorite football player? Marcus Mariota. And why is Marcus Mariota your favorite football player? Um, Because he was your first um, infatuation the year that we started dating. Infatuation? <laughs> well, he was he was your Baker Mayfield of that year. He was my great white buffalo, as they say. And he's cute. Great white buffalo. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tom Mead wants to know, is it better to draft by team need or player value? I would go with team need. Why? Because... You know, if there's 10 good quarterbacks and you have all 10 good quarterbacks, then you can't play all 10 at the same time and they're just sitting on the sideline doing nothing. And then all your other positions suck. Suck. Well, are not good. Okay. So Ashley is a needs drafter. Remember that if you see any needs-based mock drafts coming out of NDT scouting, she's got a little bit of pull. She might be throwing her weight around. Uh, Ashley, the last question we have from you is from David Bullen, who was already asked one question. He wants to know, what do you think of Kyle as a draft analyst? Wow. Well. Um, I'm gripping the edge of my seat here. I'm very I think he. I think Kyle is wonderful at his job, um, not just because I date him, but I watch all the time and effort and hours that he puts into his job, and um, I think he produces quality work along with um, some very passionate responses and podcasts. <laughs> okay. Well, you did a wonderful job making sure this is the not, not the last segment of Ask Ashley with that final answer. That's um, very nice. So thank you, Ashley, for joining us here on the Draft Dudes Podcast today. It was a pleasure. 
folks who want to uh, ask Ashley more questions, you can hashtag Ask Ashley Me at any point. Maybe we'll set her up with her Twitter account. I don't know. She's I she's not. A, she's not. Or really? Because you you hate how much I'm on Twitter. Well, I would not do it twenty four seven like you do. Twenty four seven. I do sleep. Well, we're at the dinner table. You're doing it. I wake up in the morning. You're doing it. I mean, grind never stops. You gotta stay on the grind. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us, Ashley. And that is actually going to do it for us here on the Draft Dudes Podcast on this Wednesday, November 29th episode. Uh, I'd like to thank all you guys for taking the time to listen. Hope you guys listened to hearing some specifics on Malik Jefferson and JT Barrett and uh, the Poor One Out segment and Ask Ashley, which is a, a very new and exciting. You know, I know she's she's stoked to have the chance to be on the podcast. Um She's probably going to be itching to get on here in the winter because it's the only time we're going to have to spend together as we we really work through this 2018 NFL draft. So all the more reason for you guys to hit that subscribe button. Follow along with us here on the Draft Dudes. Joe and I are going to be back together on Friday. We're going to figure out some way to get us on the horn together, recording at the same time. Uh, We appreciate you guys and your patience as I finish off this move. Not the most opportune time to have a move, but uh, we're making the most of it. We're making chicken salad here out of uh, chicken something else. So, I'm Kyle Crab signing off. This is the Draft Dudes Podcast and thanks for listening. We will talk to you on Friday. Unlimited Plus plan. It has Hulu, title premium, 15 gigabytes, mobile hotspot, and full HD. Atlas, we need to shout that from the rooftops. Best deal ever. I didn't mean literally. Switch to Sprint's Unlimited Plus plan for just $42 per line. But hurry, for a limited time, it's now $22 per line when you bring or buy your own phones. Visit Sprint.com slash unlimited or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Price with $5 per month auto pay discount. One Hulu limited commercials plan for Sprint account. Features differ. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming. Requires new line subject to credit. And $30 activation fee speed. Maximums use rules and restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.